0: Welcome to the latest podcast from Greyfriars Church in Reading. Our vision is to see Reading transformed by the love and power of Jesus. You can find out more on our website, greyfriars.org.uk. Enjoy. Well, good morning, everyone. You can do better than that. Good morning. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, I'm Dan, I'm the youth worker here at Greyfriars. And um, this morning we're going to be thinking about a number of topics, but mainly uh, Pentecost and another passage that we're going to be looking at in Matthew that will come up shortly. So we're going to split the talk into two parts, okay? But to begin with, I want to ask, start with a question that maybe you can think about, no matter how old or young you are. And that question is quite a hard question when you really start to think about it. That question is, Where is God? Okay, in heaven, we've got an answer down there. Any other ideas? Everywhere. Got another answer? Where is God? I've actually got those two answers. Those are my first two answers. Heaven, because some people will say that God is in heaven, won't they? They'll say that he's up there in heaven. And that's a great answer. There's nothing wrong with that answer. Others will say that God is everywhere, like all around us. No matter where we go, God is there even if we go to the highest mountain in the world or the deepest part of the ocean god is still there some people might say that god is like walking alongside us and they have this image of like god holding our hands and walking alongside and doing everyday with us and that's wonderful as well and all of these things are true but when we think of pentecost and we think of this story that was just read for us on the screen we find out that god is somewhere else as well and that god is actually inside us. So he is everywhere. He is up in heaven. He is, you know, alongside us. But more than that, God is inside us. Now, how big is God? (laughs) Because it gets a bit confusing. Like, really, really big. You know, we sometimes sing songs about how big God is. Yeah, don't we? And he made the whole universe and the whole world. And so when we think of God being, like, how do I fit God inside me. Like that just seems totally, totally ridiculous because I'm not very big compared to God. And yet God says that He chooses to put all of Himself inside me. Now that is a bit mad. And um, so I was trying to think about what what that's a bit like, okay. And the best thing I could think of, I've got my my visuals over here. Anyone like Swiss roll? And people like Swiss roll, great. So, tomorrow, I'm gonna go to work, or you might go to school, and I'm thinking maybe what I'd like is to take some Swiss roll with me to to work with me and put it in my lunchbox. It's a good idea, isn't it? Now the issue is, this is my lunchbox, and it doesn't all fit in, because I'd quite like to take all of my Swiss roll (laughs) for lunch tomorrow, but unfortunately, It doesn't fit in, does it? Like it just, I could cut it up maybe and chop it up, but we don't really want to do that. So what I might do is get something much smaller and get a small version of it, yeah? And that would fit in my lunchbox along with my sandwich and my crisps and my fruits and everything else. And so that would just fit in my lunchbox. But I wouldn't really be experiencing the whole thing, would I? I wouldn't be able to, like, it's not going to fill me up as much as eating this would. I don't recommend you eat one of these for lunch every day. Please don't. Um, but this is just, just to help. So, so I thought, well, if God living inside, if I'm the lunchbox and God is too big to fit inside me, how does that, how does that work? Is there any other illustration of what God might be like? And so I've got a picture for you um, of a library. Now, this is quite a grand library. You can only imagine how many books there are in this library, yes? So many. And now I want you to think of all the libraries in all of the world. Think about how many books there are in all the libraries in all of the world. That's a lot, yeah? That's, that's almost how big God is. And now what I want you to do is try and imagine bringing all of those books into this room. Is that going to work? It doesn't work, does it? We can't bring all of the books in all of the world into this room, except we can. Because through something like this, I can access all of the books in all of the world. If you have a Kindle or an iPad or any kind of access to technology, you can access all of the books in all of the world, pretty much. And, and that... Oh, it's turned on. That's fun. Um, and that is a bit like when God promises to come and live inside us. He manages not to make it smaller, but he makes it fit. And so we're, God is more like the library of all the books that can fit inside us, not like the Swiss roll that we'd have to chop up and then only have a little bit of. Because we can actually read all of the books. We have access to them all through that. And God says... Even though I'm really big, even though I'm really powerful, even though I made the whole world, I'm not just going to give you a little bit of me. I'm not just going to give you a little bit of a Swiss roll of, you, of me. What I want to do is give you everything. I want to put all of my presence inside you. All of my presence inside you. So it might be smaller because it fits within you, but that doesn't mean it's any less powerful. It doesn't mean that God is smaller in any way. Because what you have at Pentecost, what we have when we think about these things, the Holy Spirit comes to live inside us. God's presence. God. I mean, if this isn't blowing your mind, then it should be. Because God, think about it, God wants to live inside you. Everyone looks a bit blank. (laughs) Am I the only one excited by this today? God wants to live inside you. All of God, the whole being of God, wants to be within you. I think that's amazing. And when we looked at this passage from Acts that was read to us, we see that that power is amazing. Like we think about the wind that filled the room and it was a loud, vicious wind. We think of fire and how, how like powerful is fire. It changes the world. And then we think of words and how powerful it is with words and, and God let them speak in different languages. The Holy Spirit is powerful because it's God's presence living inside you and me. And this isn't just for the disciples back then. We might think that this was just for them. But actually, God didn't get old and get tired. He's the same God and he still wants to be in you and in me. To go with us wherever we go. That when we go to school or nursery or college or work or home or wherever we go, God will be living inside us. And so we're going to have a little moment where we're going to ask God to do that, where we're just going to ask God to come and live inside us. And so this is going to break up our talk. If you're like, well, I'll be back in a minute. Don't worry. Um, Where actually we get a chance to ask God to come and live inside us. Um, And so what I'd like you to do, um, if you are under five, I'd like you to stand up. Anyone here under five? Anyone? Yeah, there's a few people standing up. They're under five. Now, if you're under 10, can you stand up? I also, states that, yeah, if, you're, if you're still under five, you're still under ten. Um, if you're under ten, stand up. If you're under fifteen, stand up. If you're under twenty, stand up. If you're under th- oh, good one, Liz. <laughs> if you're under thirty, stand up. If you're under fifty, stand up. I'm making the gaps bigger. If you're under seventy, stand up. If you're under 150, stand up. (laughs) Is everyone standing up if you're able to? The idea is that even if you're really, really little or really a bit older, God still wants to live inside you. It doesn't matter how young or how old you are. God still loves you and wants to make his home inside you. And so all of us can pray these prayers. And so we're just going to put a little prayer up on the screen. It's really simple. If you can't read all the words, there's one bit that just says, come Holy Spirit. And that's really simple. And it comes right in the middle of each bit. Um, And so we're just going to say these words together. And then we're going to sing a song. And I would just encourage you to just ask God to fill you up. We're going to sing a song that encourages and asks God to do that. These words do that. It's all just to help us. You might not want to use any of these words. You might just want to say, God, come and fill me up. Um, So let's, if you're able to, let's say these words together. Come, Holy Spirit, and shine the light of God into our lives. Come, Holy Spirit, let your fire purify us and warm our hearts. Come, Holy Spirit, breathe God's presence into us. Come, Holy Spirit. And so as we sing, uh, we're just going to invite God to come. You might want to put your hands out just because that's how we receive a lot of the time. And so we say, come, Holy Spirit, fill us with your presence. God, we ask for you to come and fill us today.
1: fire falling so open up our hearts there's wonders working so open up our eyes to see God what you're doing it's time for breakthrough the healing come to pass and in your freedom We'll see the chains fall off. We'll follow where you're moving. Come, Holy Spirit, fill us now. We need your presence, so we need your power. Come, Holy Father. fire falling, so open up our hearts, there are wonders working, so open up our eyes, and see God why you're doing, it's time for breakthrough, the healing come to pass, and in your freedom. We'll see the chains fall off. We'll follow where you're moving. Come, Holy Spirit. We need your power, come holy fire, burn in us, we pray. Ignite our hearts, so faith and hope arise, faith and hope arise. Let worship be our cry Let worship be our cry Ignite our hearts Ignite our hearts So faith and hope arise Faith and hope arise Awake our passion Let worship be our our cry, worship be our cry. Come Holy Spirit, fill us now. We need your presence, we need your power. we need your presence so we need your power come holy fire Come
0: Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit and fill our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, We're going to take a seat, please take a seat. Uh, We're going to have our second reading, uh, which is also done by children on the screen. So uh, have a look at that. Jesus called his twelve disciples to him and gave them authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal every disease and sickness. These are the names of the twelve apostles. First, Simon, who was called Peter, and his brother Andrew. James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. Philip, and Bartholomew. Thomas, and Matthew, the tax collector. James son of Alphaeus and Thaddaeus, Simon the Zealot and Judas Iscariot who betrayed him. These twelve Jesus sent out with the following instructions. Do not go among the Gentiles or enter any, any town of the Samaritans. Go rather to the North Sheep of Israel. As you go, proclaim the message, the kingdom of heaven has come there. Heal those who are ill, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons, freely you have received, freely give. There we go, wonderful. So that's our second reading. In our song, we, we sung about how Holy Spirit, we need the Holy Spirit. This time, and that's true, and that's obviously great, um, But more than that, the world needs you to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Because in that reading that we had, it finished with, freely if you you have received, so freely give. And so because we've received, we give. And what happens is we take the Holy Spirit, the presence of God, with us everywhere we go. When you go to work or you go to school, what you do is you take the presence of God into that place because you're filled with the Holy Spirit. And then you start to impact the people around you. You start to impact the stuff going on around you. And it's almost like you leave something of God's Spirit, God's presence, in those places and with those people. And it made a difference, didn't it? Because Jesus sent these people out to raise the dead. Anyone here raise the dead? I haven't this week. Um, Heal the sick, um, to bring good news. And, And God, Jesus sent these people, these disciples out to go and actually make a difference in the world. To go and do that. Because that's what the Holy Spirit is. It's for us to feel something and know something in God's presence. But there's more than that. It's for the world as well. Again, I was trying to think about what this was like. Um, so I've got some more props because I love props. Um, um, I've, sometimes we think about the Holy Spirit. I don't know if you can see this. Should I move into the middle for the... There we go. Um, we don't need Swiss roll. I'll eat that later. Um, so sometimes we think about the Holy Spirit as water. And this sense that what happens is... This, this is me... Can you tell? Yeah. And what happens is I get filled up with the Holy Spirit. Not quite to overflow because I haven't brought enough cloths. Um, But what happens is then what what I do is then I go to work and I share something of God's Holy Spirit with his presence with someone over here. And I say, hi, James. God loves you. I want to share something of God's presence with you. Um, And then I might go home and I Pour out something of God's Spirit and I share something of God's presence with the people at home. Um, and then I go to my street party that we had yesterday and I say, You know, I'm going to share something of God's presence with you. And what happens is I leave something of God's presence in all of these places. Now there's an issue though, because I'm empty. I've, I've run out. There's nothing left in me. God's presence, because I've given it away, is no longer there in me. And, and I want to show you this because this is not how it works. <laughs> this is not how it works. This is not what happens. Because as we give away something of God, we don't lose God. Because he's never going to leave us. He's living inside us. So what is it like? Oh, here we go. Getting my steps in. It is like fire. Because if we think about that first reading where we had uh, Pentecost, there was the sense that the spirit was resting on their heads like fire. Now just, I'm I'm not bigger than everyone else. I just wanted to use a bigger candle just to show you because otherwise it's, um, so what happens in theory is I get this fire within me I don't know if I'm allowed to take this out. I can, look at that. Um, So I get this fire. This is me now. Okay, I'm not a cup or a mug. Some people call me a mug anyway. Um, (laughs) Anyway, here is me. And what happens is I go, oh man, I go to work and I leave something of God's presence at work. But my fire has not gone at all. And so then, oh, man, I'm going to burn some hairs. I go to school or I go home or to my street or wherever I go. And again, I leave something of God's presence in that place. Oh, that's hot. Uh, I leave something of God's presence in that place, but it doesn't become less in me. In fact, what often happens, you'll find, as you start sharing something of God's love, is that that fire burns even brighter within you. And so that's what this passage that we had in Matthew is about. It's about going out, being sent into the world, full of the Holy Spirit, to make a difference. To share it, to share God's presence, just like this fire. That we don't just go and then we feel empty and we feel rubbish and we run out and then we have to come back and... Actually, what happens is we go and we share something in God's presence. Wherever you go, wherever you spend time in your life, whether that be school or nursery or college or work or home or your community, whatever, different countries, some of you go to different countries, what you do is you take the very presence of the living God to those places. And as you start to share something of God's love, as you start to be involved in that community... What happens is you share something in God's presence and you leave it there. And then the world becomes changed by people who are set alight by the power of the Holy Spirit to go and change the world around them. It's really kind of that simple. I don't have much more for you, that's that's it. Because each of us has different places where we take the kingdom. And it starts with us being filled because if you haven't got a fire in the first place, you've got no fire to take. And so it's important that we start with being filled and asking God to fill us. And then what happens is we go. Sometimes we think that the Holy Spirit is, is for us to feel all warm and fuzzy and, and feel good about ourselves. And there might be a part of that. But ultimately, you are filled with the Holy Spirit to change the world to be sent into the world and change it, to bring goodness and life and love, to bring something of God's presence to the places around you. Hopefully, as we've been thinking about this, you've been thinking about places that you go, places that you take the Holy Spirit, people that you might speak to on a day-to-day basis, things you might pray for. And what we're going to do is we're going to respond and just do this very practically. Um. Because up around, around the room in various locations, um, what we've got is different... We've got maps, and we've got things that say school and home and work on them. There's other places as well, but that covers lots. Um, and what you've got at the end of each row, both sides, I think, um, a little flame post-it notes. You should be able to see them. So they're in the shape of a, fe- a flame. And so what I'd love, and there should be some pens around. Do we have pens? Do we do pens? We're going to walk around and give pens out, I think. Jane's coming. Um, and so what I'd love you to do is just think of those places or those people that this week, this month, you're going, to take the Holy Spirit, you're going to take the presence of God to. That whatever it looks like for you, you're going to take something of God's presence to those places. And then write that on your, on your fire, on your flame post-it note. As a, way of, as a way of committing and praying that that's going to happen, that that's what you're going to do. And then just stand up if you can and, and wander around the room and put it somewhere on one of these or below some of these things. So if it's someone, you know, you might have someone at school and you think, you know, I really want to share God's love with Freddie. And so you write Freddie and then you put that by the school one or you might think, there's some people in the world I just really need to pray for. And so you, th- you find them on the map and you put them on the map. And for some of you, you might not have school, work and, and home. And so you just, we've got the maps as a sense of covering everywhere in the world because Jesus' disciples are sent into all of the world to make a difference with His Spirit. So just, you know, for five minutes, have a chance to write these things down, to pray for these people, and a, as a commitment to say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share God's presence with these people this week or this month. Um, and it's that commitment to do that. Um, does that make sense? I, I, good, because I don't want to explain it again. Um, so the band are just going to play, and then we'll bring you all together in a few minutes. Hopefully you can find some, le- some um, post-it notes. You've got some on this side. There's a map at the back. There's some on this side. There's even some at the front. Uh, if you're small and you can't reach some of them, a grown-up will help you, or you can put it underneath. I'm just going to pray for us, and then we're going to uh, move into that kind of response. And so, Jesus, thank you that you fill us with your Holy Spirit, but that you also send us into the world to bring your presence in this world. And so, God, we pray that as we pray and as we commit and as we think of these people and these places, Lord, we ask that you would stir things up in our hearts you'd light that fire, you'd set that flame alight within us. Give us boldness and courage this week to share your love and your presence with those around us. In Jesus' name, amen.